The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Co-host, you with me, Chris? I'm here, James. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Chris, we got the best. We got the prophet there. Wayne, you with us, Wayne? Oh, the prophet is here, baby. <laughs> well, I think we're able to be calling in the breath, so we just work with Wayman until we get everybody on. Or not, we just work Wayman, right, Chris? Uh, one, right. A one-two punch, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you got some questions about football, Chris, but I'm going to start off with you guys and talk a little NCAA basketball and all that. Wayman, I know we talked a little, but Wayman, first let's start off. Wayman, Chris. This is LeVar Ball, uh, the father of the, um, the guy that's playing for UCLA. Um, Dad just keep talking, just keep talking. Running his mouth about his kid, the best kid, better than Steph Curry, better than Jason Kidd. And do you guys think this going to hurt this kid in the long run when he gets to the NBA? What do you think, Wayne? His dad is crazy like a fox. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they, they say... Um, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So anybody just like us on this radio show, and I'm sure it's been radio shows all across the country are talking about this guy who is, I think he averaged 2.2 points a game in college. I'm talking about the father. Um, He is giving his sons publicity. He's in a feud with Charles Barkley. LeBron James just now called him out, said, keep my family and my son's name out of your mouth. Um, the guy's crazy like a fox. It's not going to hurt his son. Some people think his, his dad, you know, he, he's, he's, he's uh, not very intelligent or he needs to back off. But if his son is talented enough, and, and it seems like he is, to play in the NBA, they could care less. I mean, we, we've seen overzealous uh, mothers and fathers uh, in all sports. And once they get wherever they're going, it's going to be based on whether or not he can play. So his dad is crazy like a fox. He's, he's making money off his son. His son potentially is going to make money. Um, and, and it's just this new age of self-promotion. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily like it or agree with it, but I don't see anything wrong with it. <clears throat> well, I, I got another, another point of view with this guy, too. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, I, I think he is hurting, hurting his kids. Because he's got the one in the NBA, he's or one in UCLA, he's got two that are that are playing um, in high school that are going to be going. I, I guess they both have, have signed content letter of letters that they're going to be playing at UCLA, and he's wanting to get him a shoe contract. 
a billion dollar shoe contract, you know, for all three of them. But the problem is, is it can't happen until the youngest one is is done done with. Uh, I think two after two years of college, and he's going to go into the pros. But you know, he's. I, I, I think he is hurting his kids because. You know, he, he's, he's pumping his kids up to be these great players and trying to compare them to, to Magic Johnson and, and to Jordan and, and, and Kid and all this stuff. And, and then you have all the players now saying, okay, you think you're that good? Guess what? You know, there, there's going to be some problems for them because of what he's doing to them. I mean, I, I'm surprised. I didn't hear you say this way. I mean, you know, Chris, you kind of went there a little bit. But, you know, it's almost like, Wayne, if I'm your brother, and I'm sitting there saying, hey, Wayne, the best player around me, you know, he's going to D up, blah, blah, blah. Now that pressure on you. It ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm running my mouth. You know, you ain't running your mouth. So everybody's thinking, oh, Wayne, got to, you know, do this and do that. And you don't go out there and do this, you know, and get four picks off, you know, in the game. They're going to be like, wait a minute. This is, his brother been talking all this stuff. So his dad, like, saying, you know, he's going to go in there and be like, Steph, it took Steph a while to become what Steph is and, you know, nobody heard of Steph when he came into the league at first. And, you know, Jordan, everybody heard of him because he was dunking. But it took a while. I mean, this dad is like making him like he's going to be the MVP of his first year. I didn't right. even say that word. Right. right. So he, he already has he already has that platform. <clears throat> he, already, he already has it. He's, he's going to get. Look how long it's taken Steph Curry to get a shoe contract. His yeah. son is going to have a shoe contract. When he steps into the NBA, now is it going to be for a billion dollars? Of course not. But is are people going to be scrambling to sign his son? Of course, and that's what I'm saying. His son is an unassuming player, great player on UCLA's basketball team. He has two other sons that we know about. If his dad wasn't opening his mouth right now, would you know either one of his sons in high school? Of course not. But because his dad is opening his mouth, those guys walk on to UCLA's campus with a reputation with fanfare behind him, and whether they're great or not, you already think he's great. You already think they're great because of what their dad is saying. So, yeah, there may be a little backlash from some, from some players. They might school him and rib him when he gets to the NBA, but he's going to the NBA. He's going to be one of the top five picks. How can his dad hurt him? He can't, and his dad knows it. He knows he can only benefit. He can only pump up his kids. It's not hurt his draft stock. He's established a website where he's making money selling memorabilia. It's against NCAA rules. The NCAA has contacted UCLA, and what have they done to him? Absolutely nothing. Because UCLA knows without ball, they don't have a shot at the national championship. And that's what the dad said. So he's going to continue to do what he's doing. He's going to continue making money on the side, which you can't do. As an amateur in professional sports, UCLA is doing nothing. The NCAA is doing nothing because he is working the system. They don't like it. People don't like it. We don't want to hear people brag. All he's doing is putting his sons out there to benefit themselves. Yeah, but you said he ain't doing but how many players, I mean, you've seen that come down there for they all he's going to be the best and become with a bump. Didn't do nothing. They didn't do anything. Right. I mean, you see, you see that in football. You see, look at the one guy with seventy six. Chris, what's his name? The one guy. He's the number one pick, and he, he's been hurt. He ain't even play it down. You know, I mean, play. Oh yeah, uh, ben, ben Ben Simmons. 
him. Yeah, look at him. I mean, look at all these guys that they had all this. I mean, he's going to be like Jordan. Come on, for he even sniffed the court and probably won't right, sniff the court. It's, it's all talk, though. I, he doesn't. He doesn't believe it. See, the thing is, he's just providing an opportunity for his sons and himself, to be honest, to benefit. They're going to make some money. Um, I'm not guaranteeing that his son is going to be a great NBA player, but what he is guaranteeing is that there will be a large amount of money to flow into their hands and that their names will continue to be out there. Where some people, and, and love, you know what I'm talking about. You know, coming from the University of Wyoming, especially when you did, if you had gone to a higher-profile school, if you had gone to an Alabama or UCLA or USC with the stats that you had, you wouldn't have gotten, you, you would have gotten drafted probably in the first couple of rounds. But because you didn't have that publicity, because you didn't have that behind your name, people are like Wyoming, you know, like he's, he's a system. He's a system receiver. You know what, if he had gone somewhere else in a pro-style system, he probably wouldn't have had all those stats. He didn't go up against the best competition. But what his dad is doing is making sure on ESPN and every other sports talk show out there, his name is in your mouth. I always liken it to Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was the same player when he came in the league with the Detroit Pistons as he was when he left with the Bulls. But he, but he colored his hair, and then somehow now he was crazy, and then he dressed, dressed up like a woman. Okay? He drew publicity to himself, and all of a sudden, Dennis Rodman is crazy, and now instead of paying him 2 or $3 million a year, you're paying him 11 and $12 million a year. What was different about the, the, the Pistonsville or Dennis Rodman than the Hall of Fame Bulls? Dennis Rodman, nothing at all. He got a haircut. Uh, he, he dyed it blonde and put a whole bunch of polka dots in it. He's crazy now, drawing publicity to himself, and now he's a Hall of Fame NBA player. Yeah, I, and, I mean, and, and, and he's doing the same thing. He's doing the same thing with his kids. I mean, I don't know, Chris. You ain't saying that, but I agree with you saying to a point, though. I mean, I, mean, I know you're saying, you know, boost them up and you're right. If the schools you go to, you get that publicity. Different players go and get drafted different times. You know, you're right. I agree with you right. on that. But right, what I'm saying Just is based on the school, based you on the school, and based on the name. More, you even heard them more throwing on names like, "Oh, Steph Curry better than that." Now people, I mean, at first everybody, like, okay, just the dad talking. Now he's getting a little carried away, and it's starting to make people sick. And once you got people scared. He's going to be a mark when he gets in the NBA. They're like, oh, your dad taught all that shit, and now we're going to, you know, beat you up. And right. Right. You know, that's the first thing. If I came to Wyoming, if I hear Raymond the best DB, he can't. My first thing is I want Raymond to cover me so I can show him out. Am I wrong or right? Absolutely right. Of course you're right. So my, but the my thing person, is, his, so son, think, his sons are talented enough to back it up, though. I mean, look, if, if you watch no, the game, you no, see I don't care. Uh, Raymond, no. he's a kid. He ain't a beta go and play with those big boys his first year. No, I'm telling you. No, he's not. But, he, but, but one thing he will have is that money in his pocket. And see, that's what it's all about. See, yeah, his dad is, his dad is going to force him to get some ribbing. He's going to get evaluated way harder than anybody else would. I agree. I agree with all that. But what the one thing he will get is instant money in his pocket. You will keep his name in your mouth from now until you hear him walk across that stage and Adam Silver say he's a first, second, third, or fourth pick. That's what he's done, and that's the position that he's put his son in. Well, but not only that, but he's also got a lot, a lot to live up to because 
you know, Lonzo's the oldest one. He's the oldest, oldest son, and right. he's got he's got to to actually perform and 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 be good. You know, because if he's not, then they're not going to take the two younger boys serious in the pros. So, you know, he's got a lot right on his his shoulders. But, but you're right, Chris, and that's why I'm trying to explain to Wayman. I know Wayman's saying it, it's about money. Everybody's going to get paid when you go to the NBA. You're going to get paid. Yeah, you got to be the first pick or second, which we know that. But what I'm saying is when you got that mark on your back because, you know, Wayman, like you say, when we were at, um, we were at Wyoming before you, and they had some guys that were real good defensive backs, you know, and, and we thought we were the best receivers. So they were saying, oh, um, uh, Stevie Clayton, you know, he the best one-on-one cover. So now everybody throwing that out there. So everybody like, damn, he that good. Let's put him against the best receiver. So every, he was a marked guy. And every time we did one-on-one drill, everybody was going to Clayton because they told him he's the best. And he kept, and everybody wanted him. And we was running around and scoring. And I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all talking about he the best and we doing this? So we were just going at him to go at him. You know what I'm saying? Because all right. that yak to talk, right. you know about, but but but, but that but but Lonzo is one of the best. Charles Barkley yeah. wearing shirts on his NCAA uh, coverage. He's picking the other team every time, and he's succeeding. And and that's what I'm saying. He's crazy like a fox. So you say, you know what? I'm the best, and then you go out and prove it your freshman year that you are the best. And so imagine, imagine if his dad wasn't his mouthpiece. Maybe he doesn't go in the top five. Maybe he's still a top 20, 25 pick. But that guy is definitely going to go in the top two, three picks because his dad keeps harping on it. And the more you hear it, you say, well, maybe, you know what? Maybe this dude is good. So we already got number one out the way. Lonzo Ball stand one year at UCLA. He's gone. He's going to be a top pick. So does that help or hurt his brothers? Now the hype train just keeps on coming. His brothers are scoring. I think his brother scored a hundred and something by himself in a basketball game yeah. this year. Um, you see how he scored that? He, he didn't right. run that court on defense. He didn't. He didn't. But the hype train is already there. Imagine being a freshman in high school and already having a scholarship to UCLA. Is his dad helping or hurting them? They already have scholarships. His dad's mouthpiece put his sons. They're already on a train to UCLA. He yeah. can do. He can probably slap somebody yeah. tomorrow. And it's he's still going to UCLA. It helps him now, but it might hurt him in the long run. That's all I'm saying. Right. 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 They, they, they might have crappy NBA careers, but that's not what his dad is trying to do. He, he doesn't believe the Suns are better than Jordan. He doesn't believe he could have taken Jordan one-on-one. He doesn't believe any of that. All he's doing is creating an avenue to make sure that all of his sons get to the NBA. It doesn't guarantee their success there. And, and and you can say whatever about the man once all three of his sons are in the NBA and making money. Okay, maybe they're not that good. They'll never have to work again for the rest of their life, and he won't either. And that's the point. This dude is putting himself and his kids in a position where they never have to work again. And that's why I'm saying he's crazy like a fox. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I totally understand what, what Wayman's saying because, you know, when, when he was saying crazy like a fox, I'm like, yeah, I, I knew where he was getting at with that. But I still say that he's he's setting his kids up possibly for failure. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that's that's where, especially especially the older one, if the older one, if Lonzo doesn't do what, what he's supposed to do, well, then the, the, the next two down the line, 
um, Angelo, little Angelo, and and camera the, the the other son's name. You know, they, they may not even get as far. They they, they may not even have an opportunity to get the pros. Yeah, because again, right. even in college, you know, cause, because I mean, look at UCLA. I mean, the, the team, team. There's a lot of teams that hate them, and and knowing now that they're going to be have to have these kids playing there, they're going to be a lot, a lot of a lot of teams that are going to be aiming just for them, just just in college, not even in the pros. Yeah, I get what Wayne was saying. It's the money, yeah, but. You know, you got to still get in there and play. I mean, you'll get the money the first year, you know, the contract. But if you a bump and a bust, that's go. I mean, with his, with his dad doing, his son got to be great like Steph. Because he don't, everybody going to be talking about it. Hey, you know, his dad was running his mouth and, and he ain't even on the court, you know. He ain't sniffing the time, you know. So I, I know what you're saying, right. Wayman, about the money and getting his name out there. You're right, you know, and, and it's all that. But, you know. Yeah, and if he's a bum, he's going to be like, well, let me, let me see what this next one's going to do. You know what? He was wrong on both of them. So let me see if he's wrong on all three. But I guarantee you all three get a shot because everybody wants to see all three now. You want to see. We want to see. We want to see if Lonzo Ball is going to be better than Steph Curry. We have to see it. And we have to see the other two as well. We have to see it now. And we're going to see it because his dad put us and everyone else in a position to want to see it. We have to see them make it at least to that level. They will get a shot based on the fact that just like people go to the Floyd Mayweather fight, most of them go because they hate him. And he's putting his sons in that position. You're going to pay to see him. You're going to give them a contract. They're going to make it because you want to see if they're going to live up to that hype. Um yeah. And, and that's yeah. the position he put him in. Yeah, and you're right. You're right. People will go and see and get see him get D. Want to see him get D'd up and see what his right. dad is. Man, the first right. thing you're right. here, he's gonna be one of the big time draws on the road. Imagine his dad in the stands. Imagine his dad in the stands going to every game that he goes to. How many people are going to show up to see uh, Lonzo Ball stink it up? How many? How many press? Credentials are there going to be needed when they play when he plays against Steph Curry the first time in his NBA career, or or goes against LeBron? It's going to be yep. must see TV, and this is just a skinny nineteen twenty year old dude. But the hype is there, the money's coming in. Yeah, you got yeah. it. I mean, I'm looking for it right now. Then I'm playing Kentucky. See. You know, Kentucky because right. I want to right. see him shut his mouth up, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and I, There's a good chance it'll happen. Yeah. See, I, he, he, destroyed, he, he destroyed Kentucky the first time. We'll see if he does it again. He was the best player on the court, uh, as they just now got past Cincinnati a game ago. No, he uh, wasn't the best. He only has 15. They said his game was not that good, you know. But, see, you got to look at it as college, and you don't have the ball in your hands all the time. What did he have? He, he had, like, 16, 5, and 7. So it's not just that he scored. He had 7 or 8 assists, and he had 7 or 8 rebounds. So he's dominating the game, not just shooting. He's grabbing rebounds. He's playing defense because he was on Cincinnati's best player. And he's, he's dishing out assists. So that's what you want on your team. You don't, he's not out there gunning. Nope, he only had 16 points. He's not out there jacking up a whole bunch of shots. 
He also took the responsibility of guarding Cincinnati's best player, grabbing rebounds. That's what you want on your team. That's what you want, a complete player at the college level. And he is a, see, we're talking about this guy like, like he's a senior. He's a freshman. Yeah, you are. <laughs> right. He's a freshman, though. That's what I'm saying. He is a freshman, though. But he yeah, hit our mouth. That's why all the freshmen come out of Duke and Kentucky. They're freshmen. So it ain't like he, you know, I, I was told, Chris, how many times I tell you this, when I got to Philly, Mike quit slapped me outside my helmet and said, hey, man, what I'm going to say, Chris? <laughs> about about uh, not not doing the um, the call you're not a college player anymore. Exactly. You say, "Oh, come in with this college route stuff. You ain't in college no more. This is a big boy, Wayne. That's what uh-huh. he told me. So he's gonna go there. Uh-huh. It ain't college. It's the big boys, Wayne. Right. You know. Right. Right. And, and basketball basketball is a different sport. You know, basketball. You, these these players are able to make a seamless transition. Not saying he will or he won't, but a seamless transition from. Uh, a freshman in college to playing in the NBA. Obviously, LeBron, Kobe, and all of them, they did it without even going to college. Um, you know, I, I don't think the same could be true of, of a kid going into the NFL because it's a much more physical sport, um, and, and, and it, it, it's more of a team sport as well. But I'm just saying, yeah, like I said, we continue to talk about this guy. It's the first topic that we're talking about today, and it just shows the creative genius behind what his dad is doing. Yeah. I, I'm looking at, like I said, I want to see him get his butt to well, That's what everybody waiting to see, you know. There you go. Right. right. And, and, and if he does, then we're going we're gonna to want to see it at the next level in the NBA. But but yeah. but we've already created um, the arena for it. Who, who cares yeah. if... Uh, I can't even... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a. I can't even really think of a, another name's not even rolling off the tip of my tongue in college basketball. I'm trying to think of a guy for uh, Kentucky Jackson or whatnot, but we don't we don't really care too much. Okay, I mean they're great players. We want to see them, and we, and we all love March Madness. But the one person that everybody in the country is going to want to see is Lonzo Ball. I'll yeah. tell you what, we're going to need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, okay? We'll be right back. Perfect. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. 
Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Co-hosting with me, with me, Chris. I'm here, James. Chris, and we got the prophet Wayman. You know, he agree with LeVar Dad. I don't agree with him. You there, Wayman? <laughs> I'm here, baby. Wayman, I said, make that money, right? I'm, I'm saying make the money. I mean, and, and I'm going to just deviate a little bit from, from sports, but five years ago, uh, Love, you weren't singing Miley Cyrus songs like you sing now in the shower. I mean, I heard you when you came up to Laramie the last time singing Miley Cyrus. Now, uh, Miley Cyrus got on, I forget what award show, and started twerking or doing whatever she was doing. I didn't even watch the show, and the next thing I heard, Miley, you, did you see Miley Cyrus last night? Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, she's crazy. She, that's all, she's crazy. She's out there, she's doing all these publicity stunts, and she's making hundreds of millions of dollars now. Same with Lady Gaga when she went to the Grammys and wore a meat suit and all these different outrageous and outlandish stunts. She's been singing for 10 years. But she goes, she smokes cigarettes out of hat and wears a meat suit, and now she's worth a few hundred million dollars. And in the same way, he's putting that opportunity out there for his sons. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you just say, I know, I know you keep saying it's about the money. I agree with you on that, but, you know, it's still... You got to get out there and ball, you know. If you don't ball, they're going to make you look like crap. You know what I'm saying? They're going to make you, I mean, look at the one guy they were standing on. Uh, Chris, what was his name? That linebacker that got catfished from Notre Dame. What was his name? Oh, oh, oh um, 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 Theo. Theo, yeah. Remember he was in college. They thought, oh, he's the best, and they played play Oklahoma, and Oklahoma made him on roller skates. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Nate Tower, he's the best linebacker ever. They're pumping him up and pumping him. He's the best ever. And I'm looking like, okay, I'm going to watch this Alabama game. And they saying he's the best. And Alabama, I mean, walked all over him. Remember that game? Oh, yeah. I did. I, yep, I remember it. But, yeah, and walked but, but all over. So. That name and reputation, he still got picked in the first round by the Chargers. And Chargers, yep. He just now, yep, yep, he's and he just now, now. Uh, got re-signed by the Saints. Yep, yeah, yep. that traded. Now, if you that good, you wouldn't have been traded. You still been with that team, you know. So that's all I'm saying. His, he ain't no big household name now like he was before, you know. Now you barely even hear him. You ain't know. I forgot about him. They didn't say he was traded to the Saints. You know what I'm saying? Right. He signed a free agent contract. No, he he didn't live up to the hype. But the hype. All I'm saying is that the hype will get you there. There's no guarantee. You gotta live up to that hype. You there. Go ahead, sir. I was going to say, but, you know, growing up, you know, playing sports like I did, it was all, you know, I didn't have somebody out there hyping me up. I had I had to prove myself. I had to be out there and, and you know, I, I played softball and I was, I actually was a very competitive softball player. And, you know, people didn't know who I was until I got out there and started hitting the ball. You know, and I had to prove myself out there. 
in, in order to even make the, the, the state team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have done it just by, by my dad hyping me up because people would be like going, who? What? You know, and, and I wouldn't want that. I'd, I'd, I'd want to be able to do it on my own so that I can say, you know what, I was that good. I was that good. That's a good point, Chris. Even wait a minute, that's why I'm going to surprise you because you want to get out there and say, hey, I want to make my own name and be out here. You don't want, you know, somebody saying, Wayne was the best watch. You're going to go and you want to get out there and say, hey, I'm going to show y'all better than tell y'all. Am I wrong or right? You're right, but that's, that's what he's doing. Um, you know, like I said, he is playing on the biggest stage, super hyped. His dad is writing checks that he has the cash, and he's doing it. And, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what? He, he has that competitive nature in him. No, he's not, he's not getting anything handed to him now. Yeah, it's going to help him in the long run, but it's not like he's going out there and not backing up what his dad has said. He, he's backing it up. Um, and, and that's the thing, you know, and, and, and I certainly agree with what Chris said. At the same time, coming from the University of Wyoming as an undersized defensive back, I feel like maybe I would have gotten more of an opportunity to play at the next level. Also, had I gone to a different, I didn't have I didn't have a whole bunch of hype behind my name. Uh, you know, I play in a, a wide open, spread offense type conference. The Western Athletic Conference they didn't put any premium on defensive backs, at least not reputation wise. If you're going to get a, a defensive back, go get somebody from the SEC or Big Ten. And, and, and that's just kind of how they looked at me when I tried out for a few teams in the NFL. Um, I felt like if I maybe had more of a reputation, more of a name behind me, maybe I would have gotten more of a shot at the next level. You would have got a shot, but you still had to go out there and do what you do, Wayman. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Am I right? right. But, you, but you know, you, you I mean, know, you too, huh? say, you know too, if you, you, if you got a big-name dude from somewhere, and they were on the Eagles, and he got drafted in the second round. You're from Wyoming, and, and, and you're on a free agent contract, and we purchased your, your contract from the Canadian Football League. Um, who's going to stick around? The person yeah. that we have guaranteed money and the name behind, even if he is a bomb and we see he's a bomb, or the guy that's proven himself, but we can't look foolish because we've already invested in terms of money all this money. Uh, yeah, and another and, person. And, and, we see it all the time. You you talk about I, bums on this show every week that continue yeah. to get paid in the NFL, and the only thing they have behind them is a name. The name, you're right. And I've seen some on where you're right that was making it, but they had paid them that. But you know, they did that like you know uh, with Chris Carter. They they got rid of him. Like, hey, you know, we know you're great, you make all the money, but you gotta get rid of you. You know, you ain't doing. So back in those right. times, they weren't just letting players because of their names. They were getting rid of players, you know. Now it's that name because it's selling tickets. You know what I'm saying? Everybody right. want to come see, you know, such and such right. that was named. You know? Right. Why do you think Tebow's still around? He's selling tickets. Exactly. You think exactly. Money. Basically. Money. He's selling tickets. Do you think yeah. the ball kids aren't going to sell tickets? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll stick around. Go ahead, Chris. I know you got a question. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do. So I know we've we've kind of covered this a little bit, but yeah, I I, I want to know a little bit more. You know, some people feel that Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick hasn't been signed by a team since opting out of his contract with the 49ers due to his taking a knee, knee during the national anthem before games last fall. Even our president Trump 
you know, he's jumped in on this and blamed the NFL's falling ratings on Kaepernick's protest. You know, what do you think the biggest reason is why teams haven't signed him at a time where many of them are needing a veteran quarterback? I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to say something. Let me go first, Wayman. Come on here, you guys say. You know, and you know how it was, Wayman, when we went to Wyoming. Wyoming was like, Wyoming was like all white, you know, and the only blacks that was on sports, basketball, football. You know, so you can't go up there trying to state something and make a point and start some racial thing and all like that, you know. And, and that's what I think Captain and did. It wasn't, I'll say it's not racial, but it was a thing that, you know, he was, like, mocking the um, Navy people and Army, That's you know. And I didn't think he thought it through, that, you know, because the NFL is about image, and you know how that is. The NFL don't want their image messed up. So anything that's going to be racial or anything that's going to mark that brand, NFL don't want you to have nothing to do with your teams because they don't want that controversy. And I was surprised Michael Vick was able to get back in because of what he did. But Kavanaugh is black ball, and we know it. Look how um, the one guard for the Bulls that didn't go to the uh, White House to shake hands with um, President Bush, and they blackballed him in the NFL. What was his name, the guard? Hodges, Craig Hodges. Remember that? No, I don't remember that, but, yeah. Yeah, they, they blackballed him because he didn't go and shake the president's hand. Remember that, Wayman? I do. He didn't, he didn't, uh, did he even go? Yeah. But, yeah, he, he, he snubbed Bush, and that was it. Yeah, but I think Kavanaugh is done. I don't care. Well, one, his talent is just decreased. Wait a minute, I don't care know that. Two, he's a controversy, you know. It's not, you know, anything when you have racial or, you know, or women now with, you know, this domestic. Owners don't want you. I don't care how good you're going to be. or You got to be a Tom Brady, really. You know, and he's not a Tom Brady. So I just think he's done. You know, um, his career's over with. He'd do better going on the scene and talking and talking about But he's done with football, even as a backup or third string. What do you think, Wayne? Unfortunately, I think you're probably right. Um, and to me, it's just so hypocritical where we pride ourselves on um, First Amendment and, and, and being able to uh, express yourself, but we only want that in certain elements in our society, and, and we, we definitely don't want it from our sports heroes um, and, and, and public figures. So uh, I think he probably has done irreparable damage to uh, his reputation. Uh, I think you're right. In, in the day and age when there are a number of teams with backup quarterback and starting quarterback positions to fill, you know, the, one of the teams that come to mind are the Jets, um, and the fact that he's not even got a sniff lets me know that behind the scenes uh, there's some collusion going on where he's he's probably not going to um, work another day in the NFL. What I did see, though, was that his, as well as RG3's contract, were picked up by some Canadian teams. So he may be able to further his uh, his football career, but it probably won't be, at least not in the short term, in the NFL. Hmm. You know, I, I, well, I, I, I think he did hurt himself big time when, when, when he did what he did. You know, he, he, he did it based on his beliefs. I don't think he did it to, to showcase or to highlight himself and, 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 
you know, he just, he just, this is what he wanted to do. Um, but because he kept doing it and it got to be such a, a really touchy subject with, with the public, you know, and, and, and then you hear all these, these veterans calling him out saying that he's, you know, he's basically not, not being a, a true American, you know, for not standing for the flag. Um, you know, and, and of course, you know, Trump, Trump just drunk, jumps in on anything he can. Um, you know, he's trying to say that, you know, he's the reason why <laughs> the ratings, the fall, falling ratings, but, you know, that's, that's ridiculous what he's saying. But Kaepernick, I, 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 think, I think teams view him as a problem, you know, and, and even though Kaepernick's now saying that whatever team he signs with, he'll stand up, you know, for, for, for the national anthem, he'll do, you know, do what he has to do to, to please everybody. But because of what he's done previous, and he kept doing it over and over again, he's he's. He, I don't think he'll ever play. I I think he's done. You guys got to look at it too. The NFL is not. It's a privilege to play there. People don't understand that. You work for that team, or that organization. You can't go in there yapping your mouth about something, and it's gonna make them look bad. See, nobody, nobody getting that. Yeah, it's a freedom of speech and all that, but there's a time and place to the freedom that, you know? You can't run around and talking about such an inspector and play and have all these people, you know, where people are, oh, we don't want to come. And I'm like, they ain't going to come watch them because we got them. We lose the money. Because if you look at it, you know, two people go to the game, they spend at least 500 off. So if two, 200-some people don't go, that's always what, you know? So owners like saying, wait a minute, you know, he's more of a problem than you could be to help us because he's not going to help us. We've got to hurt our pocket. You know? Well, actually, actually, you know, as far as that's concerned, that part of it is not accurate. I mean, he, he, he had one of the top-selling jerseys in the NFL. I mean, if you looked at any of the, the, the publicity, people were standing around before games, and after games, to to get his autograph, um, obviously the media. I, he, like I said, he can be a divisive figure, and and people might hate him. But you still want to come to the game and see him play. You want to come to the game and see him get his his head, you know, knocked off or whatever the situation might be. So I do think, like I said, that there's some collusion where they're 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 keeping him out. Um, people love football so much that one player on a team. Is 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 not going to stop you from watching, and maybe it does for a few people, and it's not going to stop you from coming to the game. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I can remember fans, Denver Bronco fans, vowing to never watch the Broncos again when uh, Peyton Manning became the quarterback, because because you pretty much have the enemy now quarterback in your team. But that type of stuff doesn't last, especially not in sports, um, where you're more loyal to your team than you are than you are a player. So um, I think he could still benefit a team. I don't think that the owners, and I don't think it's from a financial standpoint, I think it's from the fact that um, politically they don't like what he did. And, and the NFL, like all sports, tries to keep their players, like, like you said, Love, and I think they have that same attitude, where this is a privilege to play this. You're going to play this how we want you to within these boundaries and which within these guidelines and if you step out of that and exercise your rights beyond what we say they are 
then we're going to make sure you're outcast. Now, two other things, two other things, he, his, his talent has slipped, two, and three, which Chris alluded to in this political atmosphere, maybe if he did this five years ago, we wouldn't even be talking about it this next year, but because of the politically charged atmosphere that we still are in in this country, um, it's just hard for me to see him coming back from that. Well, let's take a break. I'm going to comment on that when we go, but let's take a break. We'll be right back. Great. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Go up and Chris, you there? I'm here, James. And we got the prophet. You there, Wayman? I'm still here. Well, it seems like we ain't agreed on nothing today, did we, Chris? <laughs> you, you, you guys have been going at it today, that's for sure. Listen to this. You say this about, you brought up Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, what he did, he sold tickets and sold himself, but it was nothing negative. He put a dress on and he saw, act crazy, get up and run when he gets tired running out, you know, but it wasn't nothing that, it was, it was messing the brand of the NBA up, you know? <laughs> And you see, and you see these guys when they when they mess the brand of the NBA or the NFL, um, these teams are like saying, "Hey, we don't want that." We, I mean, we, you know, you gotta be that exceptional player. What are you gonna put up with it? Look at um, the guy that well from right. Dallas, um, Greg. Um, I I, uh, I agree. I agree. It has to be a combination of things. I mean, and his talent has definitely slipped. If he was still an upper echelon quarterback. <clears throat> I don't think we'd be having this conversation, but he's not. He's he's a he's a backup now, at this point in his career. I mean, you look at Michael Vick, and I'll, I'll continue to go back to Michael Vick. This is you know there were protests in every city he went to, but that didn't for you know the coach at that time, Andy Reid. It didn't 
outweigh the contribution he made to that team. And and so he had a place. He still had a place in the NFL. I mean, you can talk about Ben Roethlisberger and the fact that he's been brought up on, on multiple rape charges um, and, 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 and different things. Okay. Um, he still had, he's, he's an elite quarterback in the NFL. If Ben Roethlisberger was a backup for the Steelers when that happened, you would have never heard his name again. But he's Ben Roethlisberger. And so Kaepernick is not the Colin Kaepernick of three, four, five years ago. And, and if he was, he probably would still have a place. I mean, look at Kobe. Kobe raped the girl. Right. Right. He died down after he got back on the court and scored 30 points. You see what I'm saying? Right. Nobody right. ever talked about that again. And he raped right. the girl. So, yeah, you can, be, you can have some negative stuff go on. That's the ultimate for me. You can't do any worse, maybe with the exception of killing someone, which NFL players have done and still played. I remember Dante Stallworth. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. killed someone, and 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 he was still yeah. welcome back into the NFL because there was a need, and 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 he was perceived to still have some talent. So, um, you know, but like I said, too, those things, ironically enough, since they're not politically charged, well, I think rape obviously can be, and, and it's horrible, um, but 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 it's less politically charged, less politically charged environment, and so, you know, Kaepernick took a knee, and and he'll be vilified for the rest of his life. Right your play got to be more than your mouth or your demonstration. You know what I'm saying? If your right. play ain't better than what you demonstrate and been a negative, it's not going to make it a positive. It's going to make it another negative and you're gone. Right. Go ahead. I agree with that. Well, yeah, that's true. All right, so... Wayman, so you brought this up. You know, I'm kind of glad you mentioned this. So, you know, you said that, that, that fans are more loyal to their teams. But let me ask you this. There's three teams that are changing locations. Well, one already did last year. St. Louis Rams moved to L.A. Now we have San Diego, San Diego Chargers moving to L.A. And we have Oakland Raiders, Oakland Raiders excuse me, uh, probably moving to Vegas. You know, so my question to you is, what are the fans for these teams going to do? You know, some, some fans are going to, you know, find alternative teams to root for. And what I did allude to is that people are so tied into the Raiders that they'll continue to be Raiders fans. I, I was a Raiders fan. I was born in Oakland, uh, from California, uh, and grew up and it coincided in the 70s when the Raiders were winning championships. They moved to L.A., I became a Redskins fan. Um, and, and it was that simple for me. I mean, you, 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 the loyalty was gone from that franchise, and so I never, I never wanted to be a Raiders fan um, again. Well, and, and you, you definitely are going to have that element. Let me ask you Wait a minute, let me cut you off, and let me ask you before you keep okay, going. Okay, no, you're fine. You're fine. Just because your team changed, you, that made you not want to be that that team no more because they changed location. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm a Oakland. I'm a Oakland Raider fan. They are the Oakland Raiders, just like. Uh-huh. You know, they said they said uh, people in San Diego definitely won't be Chargers fans. Um, those people in San Diego, after you uproot a team, or or look at the Seattle SuperSonics, do you think they root for the Oklahoma City Thunder? Heck no. They probably hate that team. I guarantee you, they want to see Russell Westbrook sprain his ankle every time he comes on TV. You snatch the Seattle SuperSonics out of Seattle and move them to Oakland. They don't. They're not the SuperSonics anymore. 
They're the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they had Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant on that team. You mean to tell me if you were a Seattle Supersonics fan, you would be rooting for the Oklahoma City Thunder right now? Hell no, you wouldn't, and I wouldn't either. And so, yeah, that's how I feel as a fan. I'm not going to root for the Chargers. I've been rooting for the Chargers all this time, and they've never done anything. And you expect me to still be a Chargers fan, and you're in L.A. now, and you went and chased money? And you, ex- you expect me as a San Diegoan to still be a Chargers fan? You better get the hell out of here. <laughs> yes. I mean, just because your team moved, it's still your team. You know what I'm saying, Chris? It ain't, it ain't, it ain't mm-hmm. it's the L.A. team. They can keep those crappy Chargers. They can keep <laughs> Chris, would be, Chris would be <laughs> screaming right now if the Broncos moved and, 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 and moved to Oakland and became uh, the Oakland Broncos. I'd, I'd find another team to have to, to yeah, I would. I'd have to find Why? another team to pledge to. <laughs> Why? I don't yeah. see. They're still the same players. I, but again, I, I, I agree with them. I mean, it's not, it's not the same team and, and, you know, it, I don't know. It's it, it's it's not who I've I've been passionate about because it's it's the home team it's who who's here who you get to see and watch it every week and it, it transcends those players I mean obviously you know I'm sure Chris uh, really likes a lot of those Broncos players but how the the Broncos fit into the community um, and, and this region of the country and and the home team to root for and all of that so it transcends those players no matter who is wearing that Broncos jersey you wind up becoming a fan. Um, well, not me. I wind up disliking uh, <laughs> wearing Broncos jerseys. But the point I make is, um, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, if the Redskins moved to Dallas, would I be a Redskins fan? Oh, my goodness. I'd probably quit watching football altogether. Um, there is no way. I mean, I, I could stand to see the Redskins, the, the logo or the, the mascot changed, but never the Washington change. Mm-mm. No. I, I don't get it because I look at it and say, okay, it's still the same players. They're just in another spot watching. Because they're going to be still on TV. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not like, just about you know. you wouldn't, you wouldn't, You wouldn't have wanted to see Jordan scoring points for nobody else. You can stand there and tell me whatever you want to, love. You wouldn't want to see Jordan scoring all them points for the Lakers, the, the oh, LA Bulls. Yeah, I mean, I, I see the point with that, but I still be like, man, I want to watch it. I'm still a fan of theirs, you know. Oh, that team made me here. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you might be a, like a fan of him, but you wouldn't like be a fan of the players. team. You might be a Jordan fan, you know, just know. like people were still Manning fans. But I guarantee you the people in Indianapolis weren't hoping that Manning won a Super Bowl in Denver. Yeah, I'm sure I would want you know, to win no, uh, mean no championship for the Lakers. That's where the team move. But I'm like, I love those players, so that's still gonna be my team, no matter where they move, because those players are there. You know? No, I, 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 I still was an Allen Iverson fan. You know, I'm a Philadelphia 76ers fan. I was an Allen Iverson fan. I, I'm also a Georgetown fan. So it was for me, it was the greatest thing in the world to see him go from my favorite college team to my favorite NBA team. And then he wound up with the Nuggets and I forget Pistons or whoever else he played for. I never rooted for those teams. I was happy to see him still succeed when he went to those places, but I was never, you know, I'm not going to root for that team. I'm always going to root for my team. I'm always going to root for I'm always going to root for the St. Louis Cardinals and the Washington Redskins. Well, let me ask you and Chris this. 
Okay, you said Chris and Broncos went to L.A. and then she wouldn't root for Broncos. Then I didn't have no team. She got to find her another team to root for that's not here. So what, what makes that the difference? Right? Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would find another team if, if that was the case. That's true. Yeah, but the team wouldn't be here, so you root for a team that's not here. You're making your team. Why not keep your same Bronco team as with somewhere else and the players? See what I'm saying, Wayman? But, it, but, no. but okay, let, let me answer this way. In, in, in my mind, it, it, it's like the Broncos gave up on us. You know, even though you know it's like the owners or whatever their decision. To me, it's like the Broncos gave up on being here. And so, why would I want to continue to support somebody who doesn't, who's not here, who doesn't want to be here? Right, and that's that's how I feel. I mean, I'm, I'm not rooting. I'm rooting the team. Uh, you know, and, and, and the Redskins, obviously, there have been some lean years <clears throat> since the Joe, Joe Gibbs days. Um, but I'm a fan, and, and I could care less about players. I was happy when they got RG3, but RG3 is gone. I didn't become a Browns fan. Um, I'm still a Redskins fan. Win or lose, as long as, for the most part, they're still the Redskins. Um, I'll always be a Wyoming fan, no matter who the coaches are. No matter what players are on the team, I'm always going to have the affinity and love for the University of Wyoming, and, and, and particularly that football team, um, because I played there for five years, just like you. You, you. you love the team. If Wyoming wasn't Wyoming, uh-uh, get out of here. You know, so it, it's the team. It's not the players. It's not the, like Coach Tiller said, it's the name on the front of the jersey, not the back. Now, now watch this, Chris. Wait a minute, these teams, they don't give up on their places. Why do they switch places? Money. Money and they get that stadium built that they want, right? Another place. Which which, which, which is is money. It's money. I mean, the Raiders are going there because of money. Uh, Oakland won't build them a stadium, and, and, and they use taxpayer money to do it. It's so crazy to me where the NFL has so much control that they can come in your city Say you will build us a stadium, which we will profit for from, and you will build it with taxpayer money, or we're leaving. Yeah. What? <laughs> but 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 people do it. You know they're they're going to sell the the Miami Marlins for, uh, you know over a billion dollars, and that was how how as an owner can you profit a, a billion dollars from selling a team where the stadium was publicly financed? Yeah. I don't understand how it's even legal that they continue to do this stuff, but they, they get away with it. And and that's the new model in sports. Well, we got that music. Another great show, guys. Uh, we'll be tough it up next week. Hey, love, make sure you get that, uh, if you can, All find right. out how to get me this uh, this podcast. Okay. podcast. So we'll get out. So we'll get out. All right. All right. All right. Thanks again, Chris. Hey, Wayman, right. have a good week. Okay, I'll talk to you guys next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 